When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ricky Martin? I wouldn't say like necessarily. What's your I problem? I haven't with heard. Of, I haven't heard Ricky Martin in 20 years. Is this one of his? This one was actually made famous by William Hung on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, I was wondering if that was. This was originally a Ricky Martin tune. Correct. <laughs> How did you pick this? Well. Tell you in a second. Crazy. Sounds like a bee. She bangs. She bangs. He started with Menudo. Remember Menudo? I just remember living the Vita Loca. That was my. He was on Star Search? He was on Star Search with Menudo, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Menudo was on Star Search. I'll be damned. So, real quick Ricky Martin story. He's 50 years old now. I had some fellas. What happened? um, I do a guide trip every year with some guys. Yep. And it was kind of a wild couple weeks, so we decided to do it here. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We end up at the. One and only bar in Mitchellville. Friday <laughs> night at about twelve thirty. You ever been to Mitchellville? I, I've driven. I've never. I didn't know that Mitchellville had anything other than a prison. Hmm. They have a bar. It's a nice bar. Okay. It was a nice, honestly, a good bar. Um. You know, I like to do the move where I grab the touch tunes and I play songs to make people feel uncomfortable. Oh no! Oh, and you're in Mitchell. Oh no! Yeah, we uh, listened to Ricky Martin's greatest hits <laughs> in the Mitchellville bar. What time was this? About twelve, twelve thirty. <laughs> oh, it was the, fun. The locals had to love that. Here was what was funny about the reaction: is you know, a couple of the tough guys acted like they were really annoyed, sure. and then you look over 
and they're like living the vida loca. Right, right, like they're, they're digging, digging it. Oh, that's outstanding. Well, you you had a you had an interesting week, so it was good for you to <laughs> to blow off some steam. It was an interesting week. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I want to thank our friends at MacDyne and the MacDyne Corporation. Uh, for sponsoring the Williams and Bloom, formerly the Quarantine Podcast. Now it's just the uh, Williams and Bloom Podcast here on Sunday nights. And they've been here for uh, well over, well, almost two, like, right, two, like year two years. Yeah, 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 two years. Iowa State has a lot of great engineering and technology programs, and that's why we want to continuously remind you guys of Mechdyne over in Marshalltown with leading-edge technologies like virtual and augmented reality. If you are a student or a professional looking for a new career in engineering, marketing, sales, and more, Go to the careers page at MacDyne.com. After my big week, one of the first people I hear from, this will not surprise you, was Chris Clover. Awesome. Uh, the CEO over at MacDyne telling me uh, congratulations and whatnot. Just really, really, really good people. So shout out to them, MacDyne.com. Yeah, I don't want to spend the whole show talking about this, I but know. I'm I sure know. a lot of people are like probably curious. Yeah, uh, this is my first podcast post-KXNO, I guess. So you're no longer a full-time... Well. Yeah. Quote unquote full time. So, full time host. Yeah, and I'll. It's not like, like you were a full time employee, right? Like you were a. I mean, technically, a like according to iHeart, I probably was. Okay, but like, gotcha. I mean, I didn't work 40 hours right, there right, for right. them. It was just a. But yeah, I just. I'm not. Um, if, if you didn't hear the show the other day, I'm just tired, man. Like, I've been doing this thing for, you know, seven years, seven and a half years now where. I'm trying to run Cyclone Fanatic. I'm trying to run 712 Media. I'm trying to be a dad to two kids and a decent husband. Sure. And I'm just just tired. So that's really what it came down to. This isn't some, like, holy war or anything like that. I think a lot of people just assume, like, the mm. worst in all this stuff. Like, I had there's a threat on Cyclone Fanatic that I got fired. Like, no, <laughs> I really didn't. Yeah. I actually resigned five weeks ago, and I've been... I've been Holding working well, you there. Told me five weeks. Yeah, ago. I've been trying to make the transition yeah. as easy as possible for Cakes and on the audience, and just because I love all the people there. So there's really not much more to it than I want to be around more. I want to podcast more. I want to work on Cyclone Fanatic more. I just like I'm stretched too thin, and just ripping the bandaid off. And Cakes and is a huge brand. They'll do fine without me. They're going to hire somebody, and y'all will forget that I was even on there in three weeks. Two things that struck me. One, seven years for a show is, I mean, radio shows are like dog years. Like that is a long, long time. Like it is. Especially that, when a pandemic is in the middle of it. That absolutely. made it a lot. Of, it was a really weird run during that time. Yeah, well, the whole thing, like you got thrown together in like a week when you started that thing. Not even. Uh, it was like I was like, okay, Chris we, is going to be on Cape Sedona. We made the agreement on a Friday and on Monday we went on the air. But just to put that in context, that was, what, February of 15 when you started that? So that was, Fred Hoiberg was still the Iowa State basketball coach. Yeah, we so started. it's amazing what, what, like, that that program has been a part of people who at least listen in Des Moines. That's a long time. That's, a, like, I, I thought it was cool. A lot of people say, hey, I grew up listening to you, and now I'm out of college. It's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that makes that's, you feel. That's, cool. that's, that's a pretty long time. But the other part, I got I always get a kick out of when discussing local radio because always people have people have a lot of strong opinions on things. Mm-hmm. For some reason, sports talk radio, they have oh. really strong opinions. They on. just bring out the flame. Which is it's it's really interesting. Maybe it's just because of the format and and that's 
because you have hot takes, but you guys really didn't, but you get my point. Yeah, people no, think, absolutely. People think that then they can have hot takes about people giving hot takes. Yeah. And it's always, well, man, I didn't, I never listened to that show, but let me tell you everything about the show. <laughs> yeah. And it's always like, well, how does that yeah. work? How does uh, that work out? But no, I mean, you guys, you guys certainly, um, when you started, because you went head to head at the time with Marty and Miller, which yeah. is crazy, and they, they were the, you know, they were the juggernaut, even if they weren't on a, on, they're mm-hmm. a different station. And I mean, they're pioneers. It's, it's amazing that you guys, you guys won the, won the battle in that sense. So I, I think, not that you care about my opinion, but you should, you and Ross both and all of your producers should be nothing but proud for that run. Thank you. And I to, am. It, to, it, this, you're going out on a high note and it was, the radio never lasts forever, these things. And so I think this is, this is a great time and now you can focus more on some pretty cool stuff for CF and 712 and everything else you got going on. Yeah. No, I got a lot of big plans for Cyclone Fanatic that we'll tell you about here in the next couple of weeks. We're going to do our road show getting dates ironed out on, on those things. But I, I am really proud of it. And I think we did uh, the, I think we did things in a pretty classy way. Most of the time I, we tried to agreed. We just didn't want to be the flamethrower sci guys. Like that wasn't, they kind of framed us as that to start. And it's just not really Meyer Ross's. Pr- and I like, I know a lot of Iowa state fans probably like wish I was like, yeah, meaner to Ross. Yeah, but it's, yeah like it's the, just that's not sustainable in Des Moines, in my opinion. And like, I'm sorry, you don't want somebody representing Iowa State that way. Like, it might be funny every once in a while, but like, if you if we were doing that all day, every day, like you just said, yeah, like just it would old. just get tiring. What are we doing? And it's like fabricating things. No, we wanted to. It kind of just developed the way that it did. Ross and I were friends, but we didn't really know each other. Yeah. When we got paired together, and now he's like a brother to me. Like that's another thing I saw in the me- like. We're not Ross and I are fine. <laughs> like it's it's just I'm just tired, and I don't want to work four jobs anymore, and I want to focus more on. You know, Friday was a great example. I went to the McCarney golf outing, which we're going to yeah, talk about. Yeah, we're talking about. about. Yep, yep. Uh, but then I just I actually got to my daughter's softball game where I, I coach on time. <laughs> yeah, you know, I wasn't rushing from the station, and it, and it felt really, really good. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, but thanks to everybody who called in and has listened over the years because yeah. it, it was a great run. I am happy and proud of it. Um, it went, it ended Thursday exactly how I think I wanted it to be, kind of like a celebration of what we accomplished, and not like this. And we're lucky that they gave us a final show. Most stations, yeah, when you when you're gone, you're gone. Wouldn't do that. It's yeah. no, I think you I mean. You should be you should be very proud for what you guys accomplished, and I know I, I mean people don't really care, but people listen. The ratings are really really good on that thing. Yeah. So um, the the ratings it wasn't KXNO too to defend that place. There's never been more competition. Like I don't understand when people go, oh well, there's no competition. Like well, there's what about what we're doing right here? Everything like, this is, is literally kind. Yeah. That's why it's, it was cool for the CF people to let you do that. Yeah. In a way because. Honestly, that's competition. Yeah, Those are, that's different absolutely. advertisers than absolutely. Yeah. But we, you know, we saw it at the time as this is a way to make CF more mainstream. And it did, and for kicks, you know, it was a great match because it's going to bring a lot of these Cyclone fans into the fold, and hopefully they'll like the other programming. And it just it worked for everybody. I do think at some point. But there's so much competition. Like oh yeah, Spotify. You know, all that, all stuff, that stuff is competition I mean, for just, ears. Even just, I mean, so I, th- I think it's kind of cool how the media has transformed a little bit, but I don't know if it's arguable. Again, I'm not just trying to, you know, 
pump up your ego here. I, I don't. There hasn't been a full time sports talk person on radio that graduated from Iowa State other than you, right? Like, did Heather graduate from Iowa State? He- Heather she did. May I have. Think. Okay, yeah, but so I you think two, Heather. But, yeah, but like. If you just think about the history of all oh, these sports right. talk guys, yeah. right? I mean, Days tried to pretend he was an Iowa State Yeah, guy. he wasn't. Yeah. I mean, he didn't even graduate from Michigan, even though he claims to be a Michigan fan. Yeah. I don't think he graduated from anywhere. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, he didn't. But he, you know, he was just, he fell under the Iowa yeah, State Yeah, I mean, um, John Miller was an Iowa fan, but I think he graduated actually from Kirkwood. Bradley. Oh, yeah, Kirkwood, Bradley. You're right. You're, Bradley. you're right. Um, you know, yeah, Larry, it was Bradley. Larry Kotler, RIP, was a Missouri guy. But I... My point again, not to get into all these people in their background, but you, Iowa State had a voice that it hadn't had in a while, and and while there are some of the old guards like, oh, you know, I wish somebody would stick up more for Iowa State. Literally, by having the platform of the Cyclone fanatic guy is on Drive Time Radio in Des Moines, I think it did a lot for Iowa State's brand. And at some point, I think there's a paper to be written about the growth of Iowa State's fan base, and two things, not just the KXNO show, but I think Cyclone Fanatic and all the Iowa State coverage in general, it, go, it coincides. And so I think if you look at Iowa State's growth as a fan base it, and as a university, it coincides a little bit with the representation in the media market. And while we always wish there was more, that's why Cyclone Fanatic exists, I do think you should get some credit for that. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I would, and I would argue against, and I'm anybody who has spent any sort of time with me knows how much I generally just despise the corporate media model. And I, I get it. Like just because you work for a corp, that doesn't mean you're a bad reporter. doesn't mean any of that. St- My point is why was Iowa state under underrepresented before? Mm-hmm. And it was because these really big conglomerates didn't even, they couldn't move fast enough to adjust to the growth. Right. And we saw, this opportunity yep. to, you know, do the Cyclone Fanatic. And Jeremy had already got us a good start, right? He had Absolutely. already got everybody on this website, and they're, yep. they're kind of hanging out there. But we could, we could look at it and go, why aren't we writing columns and covering recruiting and, and doing all this stuff where, like, a Gannett could never zig that quickly. Right, right. and didn't. And us. Yeah, so it's, it is fascinating. But the other cool part is now – the way Cyclone Fanatics podcasts have taken off in this one as well, you get, I don't know the exact number, so you probably get your coverage for this has just as much exposure probably oh, yeah. as, as the cakes noted. So just go show how much it is shifting, how much competition you really did have, but also why I think you're in a good spot now. It's like now you focus on time on this, this thing can grow even bigger and serve Iowa State fans even more than before. Which I think is so. Great for everybody. Yeah, and like, we will do more. We've dabbled into the streaming world. Sure. The I, think last, I, I think it's there's something there. I think that that's probably yeah. our next like step where we're... <laughs> we have talked about, just, just conversing with our audience, we've talked about streaming this show yeah. on Sundays. But the problem is, and the reason we haven't done it, is because we do this after we get our kids to bed. <laughs> right. They're so not, like they're not on a consistent yeah, streaming like schedule. Some nights we're together at eight. Uh, some nights we're together at ten. Like it's it's a constant. Like so we, what I don't want to do is be like, hey, plan on us on Sundays at eight, and right. then like hop on Facebook Live. And right. Ten thirty. Yeah. Like I so, but I do someday. think that we have someday. The you know the pregame, halftime, postgame mm-hmm. stuff has turned into a really nice piece of content that we do. It's really good to sell too because it it's. It, it's eyeballs. that digital advertising that right. that 
companies really are looking for. So I think that we can dabble with that. Yeah. I want to do more writing. Like that's one of the things like I don't ever get to write anymore. And, and part of the reason bloom is when you're doing 15 hours live radio and then well, usually a couple of hours of podcasting. You, well, and you're prepping in all the prep. Not you're, you're not just flying into there with like, Hey, let's talk about, no, the, I mean, I was prepping two to three hours right. a day for KXNO and that doesn't count watching games. Right. You know, I understand that. So you have to watch the games. But my point is, like, your brain can only give out so much creative energy. Like, it just... So, like, then when you sit down to write, like, you're just, like, it's impossible. Like, so I, I'm looking forward to that. I want to get that um, Williamson Bloom blog that we kind of yeah, started. We'll get, we'll, we'll get that really going here. Because it's going to be interesting. The Big 12 is a thing that I have on my list of topics for today. I think that there's some fascinating stuff that's going to happen Really, from the next month's going to be really interesting. I guess we could just start right yeah. there. Is there anything else on the cakes? And no, I'm just I'm I'm, ex, I'm just like proud of you, excited for you, and, and what's ahead for what you've got going on. I had somebody come up to me at the at the Gridiron Club functions. Like, is is Chris still going to be with Fanatic? Yes, like yeah. even more so. Not, Chris isn't going anywhere. It's actually going to be a good thing long term. I think for Iowa State coverage. But kudos to you and, thank and all you. you did there. Well, I appreciate it, and it was a hell of a run. And Absolutely. I'm still going to be on cakes and I sure. like. I mean. I, I think I'm still on their payroll, like because I've got like some endorsements that I'm still going to keep reading on there the air. Go. So I'm, I'll, I'll still be. I'm not going to disappear. Felt like face. people thought I was like dying. Right, right. No. Um, now, if you did, if if if, if Hope would, what was around? You know me too well. <laughs> if I died right now, you'd be in trouble. I would be screwed. But now you got more time. Yeah, now I have no reason you have to no not, reason, no excuses. To not do my will in a day with our friend Hope Wood. You've got a lot of days. <laughs> Estate plannings. Uh she does the will of will in a day. Uh, go to go to hopewoodjd.com and that's where you can just go and check out everything that that she is all about. It's super easy. You click schedule an appointment at the right top corner. $50 off will. If you use the promo code FANATIC, HopeWoodJD.com. Again, I could die right now, and my family would be screwed because I haven't done my will in a day yet, but I will before football season. There That's go. the goal. Yep. Fill me up with a little more of that Cody Road. I can, get, dude, I can hit you up. Thank you, sir. Um, HopeWoodJD.com. Uh, Cincinnati, Houston, Central Florida, uh, are officially coming to the Big 12 in 2023. Now, there's a lot to take in here. I'm curious about television money mm -hmm. and how that's going to work out. I have a pretty good lead on this and okay. how it's going to work. I don't want to talk too much about it here publicly because I just don't know the details yet. So give me a week Got on it. that. Uh, and premium members, you'll get an update on that at some point this now, week. Remind me, though, and I'm not going to ask you particulars. But when you add new members, does the Big 12 have the right to go back to the table? So I don't think that's going to happen. I, well, but so I, you're, I think you're that, so close to the, yeah. the end of it that it may not be worth I'm alienating your partners. I'm for guessing a year. that there'll be a pay cut for Big 12 teams because you're splitting it. Now, I'm also guessing that the new members are probably going to make less than. Well, yeah, you'd hope yeah. so. They'd have to uh, buy I'm their way in. Considering kind of. that they will do that. But. Again, yeah, I'm, you'll, I'm, you'll you'll work on that. I I'm working it. on details with that. It's a little bit tricky. Um, so that's 23. Uh, so we've got that to figure out as far as like money. The the TV thing's going to pick up. 
I also think that I'm guessing they unveiled the new commissioner at media day, which should be next month. That yeah. is a month from now. I'm flying to Dallas a month from today. Actually, and, and that could tell us a lot about what the direction, even of some of the TV stuff. Let's see. They go, do they go to old guard? Do they go somebody more engaged in that space? We'll see. But I think the other part of it is uh, Oklahoma and Texas have not signaled they're going to be leaving. So you're, this is a big chess you're go, game. You're going, you're going 14 large for two years, right? Yeah, be two years. Of <laughs> is BYU BYU's in 23 too? They're in. Yeah, yeah they so are, everybody's already in. Everybody's, everybody's in happy. Everybody's good. Yeah, we're going to 14. But see Did, that you got so you got the problem now. If you if you you can't unveil, see if you unveil divisions or whatever whatever the format is, but then you lose Texas and Oklahoma. Then do you have to do it over? And so it's almost like you have to put in a contingency. I don't want them to do divisions. I don't want them to do that either. But you gotta you gotta understand the schedule will change when you go from fourteen to twelve back to twelve. I heard. So I saw I saw a report this week about like sticking rivals in basketball. Have you seen this? No. Explain. So they're gonna stick with an eighteen game schedule. Okay, I like that. But obviously, you can't do the round robin anymore. Nope. So there's got to be one that you play twice, twice every year. And I I heard this through a pretty good source over the weekend too because I backed it up. I was like, is this true? And it sounds like Iowa State's going to get BYU. Interesting. Which I hate because that's like that'll be like the second or third like toughest arena in the new Big Twelve to play in. I mean, you yeah, got Allen Fieldhouse, you've got Hilton. And you've got all those crazy BYU fans. Yeah, I mean, Lubbock is good when they're good. West Virginia's good when they're good, but yeah. See, like, I I don't like it. I, w- I wish Iowa State so could get Oklahoma State. Like, cause yeah, to me, like they're going to get, they'll give Oklahoma State one of the South. But why wouldn't you keep the old Big 8 schools together? Well, they just didn't, nobody's, they got nobody for BYU. But now. I was told by a fairly prominent person at Iowa State when I was asking about this, and they go, well, just take off your blinders. Yeah. Like, they don't care about us. Like, which one logically makes the most sense? That's if, where I'm to, at. Where do you, yeah, where you put BYU? Put BYU? And, that's and why I, I said want, tech. Like, yeah, would it make that would sense? Be, that would be one. That would be one. But tech, tech's already got a natural thing a little bit with... They got They'll a thing be TCU, with TCU right? or Baylor like, or Houston. Yeah, I mean, It'll be TCU and well, then it'll but, be Baylor well, and... But TCU... I See, I could see them going... So TCU and Baylor are both the privates, right? Houston's public. Tech is public. Yeah. I could see doing the, the Houston-Texas thing. They've played a lot. Well, who the hell are you going to put with Central Florida? I mean, you give them West Virginia, West Virginia will get Cincinnati, won't they? Oh man, I don't know. I, there's somebody where somebody's out in the wilderness. Then still, you'll have twelve. Who's yeah. who? Are we missing Kansas, K State. Yeah, right. So it's, it's Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State and Cincinnati, or like yeah, you you could do that. You could do you could do Oklahoma State. West Iowa Virginia. State, Oklahoma State makes so much more sense. I know, but then you can't, you can't have. Freaking make BYU you, fly to Central you Florida. You can't have UCF and BYU. But you just can't do it. It's just a, like I that's get a five it. Five hour flight, but it's stupid. Like I, let the old Big Eight rivals. Hey play. man, like let's go to Provo though. I I don't know. I mean, I'm just. I think that'll be that'd be. You at least have it, two fan bases who care right now. Oklahoma State. We had a they, guy. They care more about their baseball team than their basketball team. We had a guy passionately write into us when we were talking about BYU fans months ago. Yes. And he was very... He, he was like, upset with you. He wanted you to set the record straight about the Mormon thing. 
And we did. We did. Yeah. Here's the problem. I know too many people who have played out there <laughs> and coached out there, and Utah State's the same way. And they have a reputation for being very, like, racist, like the fan bases. They really do. Like, I'm not saying – I'm telling you that's what the reputation okay. is. So my whole thing is I'd much rather play Oklahoma State and go to Stillwater – where, like, the, that BYU arena is crazy, it's man. Like 20,000 people, too. Yeah, and they are nuts. I, Nobody I mean, likes I, playing there. Like, I, it, I it's think, like you're – So I, I think Iowa State's getting a bad draw here. Well, would it be for football then, too? I don't know. I, I heard this was for Just basketball. basketball. Okay. Well, I mean, it's going to be different because you're – I think football is going to move every, around more. At least in basketball, you will play everybody once. Yeah. Just good. I mean, it that does suck, like, not getting Kansas twice a year. I mean, there's a lot of – but, like, whatever. We have to move with the times. Like, what do I always say? Evolve or die, right? Like, wait, wait what am I – I'm clamoring onto the big eight right now. I mean, come on. Like, Yeah, that was only 27 yeah. well, years ago. And clearly so, nobody yeah. else gives a shit about the big eight anymore. So why do I? I mean, maybe who's, – Who's left? Maybe I should there's embrace like five, this BYU five of us thing. Left. I just – what did I tell you when I, I said when BYU gets into the league, like, we're all going to despise them. Like – that's going to be the well, team that nobody wants to play. I, somehow UCF's going to start bothering some people with their really weird ego. Like, at least BYU's yeah. won a national championship. BYU's a good program across really good the program. board. They're and really UCF's good athletic. Just like, yeah. I would, I'll put it this way. BYU is old money. UCF's the new money. Yeah. But, like, like the technology stock new money, like, it could go broke. Like, you're not really sure about that new money. Yeah, like, like you're spending it. You're yeah. spending it now. You're big. You've grown. But are you just Bitcoin? Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Not, not a shot against Bitcoin. It seemed like it's, one, but... It's, it's been a rough couple months for Bitcoin. It's all right. We'll bounce but, back. Uh, this is when you should I don't know. I, I think UCF... Uh, they might be at the top of my list. And then Cincinnati's going to be fine. I don't mind Cincinnati. They're they are. Yeah. Houston is... They got a... They're going to have money. And I. it's, it's going to be easy to dislike Kelvin Sampson always, just because of his but old... It, with, the more you look at, like, these teams that we're letting in it's kind of like ah shit we just gave them a seat at the table yeah all, all these teams are no, gonna be I, good for they, it no they're gonna be honestly like all of, like i think all four would be better than kansas football right yeah right away like they're all like you could if you just blindly like looked at it and you would all you could say they could be, they could be almost the all of them are better jobs than iowa state UCF would be a stretch for me because, like, they just don't, like, have a ton of fan support and stuff yet, but they will. Um, it's money down there. Well, in recruiting. Florida, recruiting. Yeah. like yeah. I wouldn't say it's a better basketball job. I think football. No, God, no, not in basketball. Yeah, football. I don't know. But, like, I mean, yeah. Iowa State's football job is immensely better than but, it was 20 but years But here's, th- here's the interesting thing. All four of those teams. But, like, let me, yeah, let me hear yeah. me out because most where I was going with yeah. that is up until about three years ago, Iowa State would be a better job than all those places because it yeah, was power, power five. five right? That's my point. You're 30 so now, million more. But, again, yeah. like, we've got to move gotta, on. Like you got to bring them. It's like this or, okay, let's go to the Mountain West, right? Like, it's one of those things. Yeah. you got to do it. But Sorry, no, I, I didn't think, mean no, to interrupt No, you. you're fine. I think any of those four, once they get to the league uh, and OU and Texas depart, I think if somebody says, hey, guys, who's going to win the Big 12 championship in 2025? I think any of those four could win in football. I wouldn't say basketball yet. I don't think any of those four are are as close Houston's further along than the rest of yeah, them. Yeah, couldn't Cincinnati, like, get... If they figure it out, they've, yeah. had, they've, had, some, they've had a weird... Yeah. 
five, 10, 15 years since, I mean, they, uh, what's his name at UCLA? Mick Cronin was okay there for a bit. Yeah. But since Huggins left there, they haven't really done much. Um, but my point is in football, especially, I don't know who the favorite's going to be, right? Like, isn't it Cincinnati right now? Like, is it? I don't know. Like, I, you could make an argument for I mean, literally six different teams once Oklahoma and Texas leave. Yeah. Because if you, if you go through Baylor, the numbers, Baylor, I mean, Aranda's, yeah, Aranda's there. Still. If Gundy's still at Oklahoma State. Oh, absolutely. I mean. Who has the second most wins in the Iowa Big 12 State. in the last five yeah, years? I mean, as yeah. long as Campbell's in Ames, Iowa State is in the conversation. 100%. No doubt. And then you've got TCU as a powerhouse if they've figured out with their recruiting base, I think. Tech thinks that they're like. <sighs> I, I'm, yeah, not, but, I'm not convinced. It, Nobody I'm not convinced yet. won there. I'm not convinced yet, but... Um, and then Houston could do it with their base. BYU's got a bunch of, like, 30-year-olds. They got they got some guys. Since, and UCF's got the talent. So God, that point BYU is, guy's going to be so mad at me. This... I'm sorry. <laughs> this league is going to be really super interesting football-wise because you're going to be 1-8, to 1-9. to nine. It'll be pretty close. You know, unlike the top-heavy SEC... Hmm. And and Big Ten, where it's going to be, you know, one of three programs every year. Bitcoin just hit its fifty-two week low. Mm. Just got the notification. I UCF's the the Bitcoin of college football. Start that. So yes. you're. I get what you mean, though, because the like think because of the it. enrollment, they and, think they've made it. Well, hear me. Yeah. Because there's a lot of the people like, oh, Bitcoin will trade at the million dollars at some point. And like that's kind of what you're banking on with UCF yeah, because like, oh, of their enrollment. high. Oh, you know? look at all these students we have. Look at all the money. Oh, look at it's like, Florida. Oh, what have you done yet? Okay, you you beat. Well, they won the national you beat, championship. You beat Memphis in a conference USA championship. They won the national title. <laughs> that's right. Did they all win those that, Nebraska fans. Did told they me win that. that bowl? They did win that bowl game. They beat though, Auburn. Right? Okay. Well, they, at least they have that. Don't you remember that? Because Frost had taken the Nebraska that's job. That's right. That's right. And all the oh, Nebraska no, fans in a national championship for all the Nebraska fans went down to that bowl game and like. Or their Nebraska gear. So, while I have everybody, speaking of our buddy Scott Frost, in the last five years, Iowa State has a 29 wins in conference play. Guess how many Nebraska has in the last five years? 11. 13. <laughs> it's only been half a decade, Big Red. What do we do? Yeah, I know, but they're... They're still recruiting to the uh, Big Ten. They, they, like they're, got, they're, they got rid of those balloons, thankfully. God, do you know? You look back at the, the little um, about how much they benefited from recruiting Texas back in the day, right? Because oh they lost that, and yeah. then and California yeah. just don't. Yeah, they're coming <laughs> back, everybody. They're not coming back. I want to tell he, you about a new. He, he even cheated. He he's even on probation and still. Yeah, on they had an extra teams. coach. We, yeah, a nice job. You know the benefit us. that that is. <laughs> Good job, Scott. I want to tell you about a new uh, advertiser. Yeah, I like this. New uh, sponsor. You know him. You're the one who introduced me to him. Um, Tom Killiper is his name. It's Killiper Corporation. They are located in Ames. And they are another one of these uh, companies, Bloom, that needs help. Awesome right people. Now. Yeah, they're, they're good people. I, I like this company. Uh, it's a family-owned yep. business that I think he was telling me. Yeah, Tom was telling me that he, he kind of took over for dad. Uh, his sister is works there. Uh, he owns the Killiper Corporation with his sister Lindsay, and they're they're really interesting. I went up and visited them uh, a couple weeks ago, and they manufacture 
flexible packaging. Yep. And I didn't really know. This is one of those deals. You don't really know it's a thing, but it's like, oh, well, I do, I do need this. Yeah, I need this. You know? Right. So it's like plastic bags and stuff like that, that they send all over the world for right. these yep. different companies. Right out of Ames. And whatnot. And they are hiring uh, for a lot of different positions in, in the office. Um, they are doing uh, pre-press and pressing positions and they want, they've got brand new state of the art equipment with competitive pay and benefits. Uh, you can go to killipercorp.com. That is K I L I P E R corp.com. And uh, again, they're located right there in Ames off of uh, Dayton Avenue. Yep, right and there I went Lincoln and by checked it out. 35. It's a really impressive place that they have out there. And yeah, they're going to be uh, supporting us here at Cyclone Fanatic for a well, while. Thank you, Killiper Corp. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. So, uh, Tommy, Tom went to high school with, uh, Billy Fenley. Yeah. Ames high. Ames high, Ames yep. high. Absolutely. So he's a he, awesome guy. I'm not much of a golfer, Tom, but, but, uh, awesome guy. You know, I golfed for the first time in six years on Friday at the McCarney thing. That's a good segue. That's yeah. what we're going to talk about next. And it was crazy. So like the, I, I didn't hit a ball in the range, nothing. My first two holes, I'm hooking like i'm a hooker i don't really slice like i i have the opposite problem where i yeah you're I pull turning it. it over yeah yep. holes three through like eight was probably the best golf i've played in 20 years it's that beginners nothing in your head <laughs> something to it and then we got to like nine and ten and you i couldn't out, even hit done. the ball you couldn't done. even hit the He's ball like, i'm out i think like honestly like there's got to be something like your wrists and stuff are just not tuned up not even that. Like, I, I was so fatigued mm. by, like, swinging. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? You do have heavy wrist action in your golf swing. I do? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for telling me now. <laughs> Why didn't you let me know 15 years ago that I had heavy wrist action? It's heavy, very wristy. It's very, it's, it works for you when you're, when you're timed up. Yeah. How cool is that, it, though, seeing all those guys? It was amazing. I, I walked up, and I get a bear hug from Austin Arnott. Yep. Who used to work for us here. It's Cyclone Fanatic. And then I see Myron Blythe. And, of course, the Atlantic Clorinda smack continues. Right off the bat. Uh, Carper's there. Uh, I saw Luke Vander Sandin. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't seen him. I know. I we saw worked, him. Yeah, yeah. God, we worked together 17, 18 years ago. Yeah, on the Cyclone that's right. Nation. That's right. He, I, yeah, I forgot Luke worked, was on Cyclone Nation there for a little bit. Um, and He's I, now I, a teacher. Yeah, we're at Southeast Pole. Oh, awesome guy. One of my favorite people. But I saw, um, I mean, so many, so many cool players who I, I mean, and they're from like our era. Like, yeah. I, I was telling Don Knock. Yep. And Scott Knock and uh, Meyer. I think it was that 2005 team. We talk about it a lot. It's my favorite team ever. Like, I loved that team. Um, and of course, that got us into the, oh, the, the Kansas game. You know, we all were just kind of like reliving all this. And I know you got to hang out with those guys on Thursday night, but it was a neat, neat weekend. Oh, it was names. so cool. It honestly felt, to me, it was like Field of Dreams, except all these guys are still alive for me. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to be like dramatic about it, but I grew up, you know, so they what they did is they invited all of the McCarney era players back for a Mac reunion. And what they didn't tell McCarney is that they were going to present to him they named a space in the new performance center after Mac. It's the letter winner space. Mac helped create the letter winners club. He also helped create the gridiron club, by the way. And so Mac didn't know 
But this was funded entirely by all of his former players and coaches. And they raised over $120,000 for this effort for Mac. So cool. So it was awesome. And then Mac didn't know. And so then they, they presented him with a check that named this space after him on Friday, all under the guise of they're having a reunion. And they, they still had the reunion. Um, so all these guys came back. But there was guys from that played with him in his first year. I had a half-hour conversation Thursday night with Matt Strait. Oh, wow. you talked to. Logan Magnolia. Logan Magnolia. Is he still over there? He is. Wow. They've got a great program. Yep. And so he... and I. He uh, God, I haven't still talked coaching. to Matt yep. forever. It was awesome. Um, and he, I, I joked with him that, man, you know, when I was a kid, you know, I'm, I'm 11 years old and you made like 25 tackles a game because your <laughs> linebackers are real. I was like, tell me about it. But they had those guys like that that weren't. I saw a, James were, Reed. James was Reed was there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he's got a daughter now that's on the dance team at Iowa State. Really? And then you've got, I saw Mylon Moses. So Mylon, Todd Blythe was there, Brett Myers. I just told those guys, where's John Davis? Oh yeah, we, we gotta get John. Or Davis. where's Walter Nickel? Yeah, or RJ. Or RJ. Yeah, RJ's on RJ. the he's on the Campbell he staff. On, he's now. on the Campbell staff. But yeah. all these guys from like ninety one all the way up through two thousand eight, you know, that were on the early years of of when when McCarney resigned, and they were all in one space, and it was phenomenal. Like I had a long conversation with Todd Bandauer. About them kicking Iowa's ass in nineteen ninety seven. I hope you're getting some numbers for the podcast. Oh, I, I was I was yeah. losing my mind. Like I was I was probably annoying everybody because I'm like, Hey, do you remember the game against Colorado in ninety six? And they're like, Why do you remember that? I'm like, mm. I've got an issue. Don't ask. Yeah, I have, no, I have I, problems. I feel you. But it was it was really cool. My guy Eric Anderson was there, uh, was captain in two thousand four. Um, he was one of the leaders who started this thing. So it was How many times was really did you neat. see Mac cry over the weekend? Oh, my gosh. I had, the, I had the, I think, three in my day on Friday. Yeah, it was a couple times Thursday night. Yeah, he's um, the best. But so the funny thing is, so I've Walters was gone, so they asked me to MC this gridiron clip thing. And Mac, someone comes, hey, you know, Dan, he's had a long day, doesn't really want to speak. So oh, how yeah. Can, how can you not? Okay. How can Dan McCarty not speak? I'm like, all right. So I'm like, and Dan McCarty. I'm like, Dan said he doesn't want to speak, and then guess what? Forty yeah. plus seconds later, who who just walks up there? Yeah, Mac. Mac's like, okay, I'll say a few words. He was pretty emotional. He he was yeah. he was loving the weekend. It was so cool and seeing some of those old staff well, members as well. And then Friday night, Campbell, Otzelberger, and Finley all spoke. Oh my gosh! And, and addressed the yeah. team or you know, his former players yeah. and stuff, and just talked about Mac's legacy. It was really cool, well, man. And they they are a part of it. I mean, I think absolutely. I, if for the, some of you young younger listeners, and listen, I know I I don't I didn't remember the '80s when I was growing up, but what Mac did, I one of my, my still my favorite thing we've done to this day, any any type of media I've ever done, was that interview with McCarney from last year. Totally agree. It was incredible because it was allowed. It, I thought did a good job in an hour and fifteen minutes of telling the story of where it was to where it is now. And as one of the players said, it's like we got to enjoy Mac while we have him. Like I mean, not, it's not like he's in he's in great health, but the point, like he he now, it's been 16 years since he left Iowa State. Like we're getting to a point where people don't remember the foundation he built in some age ranges, mm-hmm. and so I think it's up to those players, and 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 to a lesser extent us to remind like where Iowa State has come from. It has been a really long relay race, and Iowa State was 10 laps behind when it started, and now over the last five years, Iowa State's won the second most games in the Big 12. And it, it's all related. Mm-hmm. Campbell could not do what he, and, and Matt's the first to admit it. I could not be here now without what you've done. But the neat thing is, Max's as proud as of Matt as Matt is of, of what Matt gave him. So it's all this big old happy fan. It was like I was. It was the coolest 
couple of hours that I've had in a long, long time. Mac still too. Like he he watches every Iowa State game. Like I I know for a fact. Like after pretty much every men's basketball game, he leaves TJ a voicemail. Yep. And I'm sure he does that with Bill Finley. Uh-huh. They're like best They're buddies. Yeah. You know, but this guy down there in Sarasota, like he is Iowa State. He, he is. He. He represents the very best of what Iowa State has to offer. Well, and it just—I mean, it was—it was an honor. It was just an honor to be in the like I—I would have paid all of my life save because it was literally like that was my life was watching all those guys. And here I am just nerding out asking them about, hey, do you remember the streaker in '93? And they're like, I told my wife when I walked into that golf thing, it was like. Wasn't it was it? like a reunion, yeah. like, and it was just but amazing. You, but you were, it's like you were, it was yeah. your reunion too, because oh. of all the, the coverage that you've had with those guys. Well, and I, I, I remember talking to half of those guys when they were recruits, right. when I was working right. at Scout, you right. know, That's and I was the interviewing thing. them, and like, yep. and it's so great to like, just see like, oh, you, where do you live now? Yep. Like, oh, you're in Denver. Yep. Uh, you got and kids. Lo- and, I mean, yeah, majority are super successful, and it's amazing if you have success or if you play a high level sport in college oh yeah how translatable that is to the career and business and then too. you have like another thing like where so at one point it was me meyer blythe and carper talking yep and it was like oh this isn't any different than college yeah, right <laughs> they, we, that your uh, apartment on welch got brought up thursday night oh no yeah what about it well just like hey yeah, we, we had some good nights there did you see mike brantner was he there at all i think i saw brantner in the court i didn't get a chance to talk uh, okay. to him but i think he was there Oh, okay because i didn't get to see him there's so yeah. many people it was like man. i couldn't see i could talk to everybody it was the old it days, was man. it was i mean all the so remember ryan Baum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I talked to Bomb. Yep. Yeah. He was the uh, yeah. punt returner. Yeah, man. He one of the elite punt returners in Iowa State I, history. I, I, I ran him through his punt return touchdown against you and I. He's like, yeah, I remember it. Thanks. Him and Todd Miller. We were Todd Miller. Todd Miller was there too. Really? Yeah. Thursday night. Yep. Between good old Todd Miller. Between Bomb and Todd Miller, we had a great punt oh return game there for yep. a while. Yep. So Todd. So I was hang, hanging out Thursday night. I was between both punt returners. Miller on one side, Ryan Bomb on another. I, I would like to say now. this too, for any of those, and I know a lot of them listen. If you're one of those guys, not one that we've named, but a former Cyclone, and you listen, reach out to us. Please. Because we'd love to put you on the podcast and talk to you. Fans People love that. They love it. And they I Absolutely. The, I 100%. The problem is we do this so much that we just don't think. Forget like, about it. But, like, yeah. I mean, like, interviewing, like, Ryan Bomber, Todd Miller would be awesome. We'll right? I like, can just talk to them about their playing days and, like, what they remember, like yeah, Miller's like, touchdown against K State, like they, all these guys that you know. If you're listening to this, Nick you Mosier remember Nick Mosier had a yep. great career. I saw, I saw was, Todd Doxson was there. Uh, so was uh, Dustin Navy, old safety back in the '90s. I mean, it was just like a who's who of Aaron Brandt. Sage was there. Sage was there. I mean, I Sage didn't is see Sage. Aaron Brandt. Is oh my he still gosh, a giant? he is. Like he would star on Game of Thrones. He's a mountain of he, a man, but a, in like really good shape. I mean, yeah. in a nice way. Started so as a there. true freshman at left tackle in the Big 12. He, That's he, hard to do. Hard to miss that guy, man. He was he I, was huge. I did um, find myself missing my friend Stevie Hicks, though. That There's a yeah, lot of those guys. part of it. Uh, Chris Love. Yep. Like there's Iowatha. A, yeah, there's so many guys from that era who we've lost. And that Absolutely. that's always a deal that kind of is haunting yeah. about the Mac era. It's, I mean, I'm sure that a lot of coaches have lost play like but like he seems to like that that man's a stretch for yeah Barryman Barryman might be the best football player I've ever seen at Iowa State and I, and I know that the Troy and Brees people will come in but like Barryman at the position he played 
with the era that he played it in, he he had a, a stretch and, where uh, he had like a well, year, like where he was the best defensive end, maybe in college football, but he wasn't on great teams. But that defense, that 2005 defense, man, they were really good. But God, it, they were good. It makes it makes you wonder. It's one of those. I mean, he missed what uh, the entire 2004 season because, man. Talk about a story that people may have forgotten about. Remember, he was in prison for like 270 days because of the, for the cell incident phone with the cell phone. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and it's like, man, I I, would that happen now? I, I don't, don't know. Think he'd probably play I again. I mean, I, one, he probably wouldn't play again. I agree with that. But would he even be in? For, no, like the he, whole wouldn't, jail he wouldn't. He wouldn't have thing, gone to jail. Like it, that yeah. seemed like way over the top, even back. Then. Anyway, that's yeah. another discussion for another day. But then he came back. Yeah, which was crazy. Like, there's Dude, no ways was, nowadays that somebody would come back, and he was really good that year. Maybe not the best, but like if we did a top five list from like our era, like 2000 on, like say 98 on when you started beating Iowa, Barrowman's a top five player in Iowa State history. Yeah, I mean, not statistically, but I'm saying, talent. no, I'm saying like when he was at he his was best, good. it's it's a I little bit like Royce White, like in sure, that sense, because yeah. the dude was just a total freak show. Yeah. He, no, you couldn't block him if, if he, oh. yeah, if he won. But that, so, but they'll, all those guys in one place under the same roof, it's like, man, I, I hope they do that annually, but you won't get those collection of guys again. All for Mac. So. Who's your all-time favorite McCartney era player? I can't do that. I mean, no, just like just off the top my, of your head. Like and then maybe we'll do bullets. a maybe we'll do a pod at some point where oh, we we my rank gosh, them. My favorite McCartney. Just to watch. Player. Like doesn't mean he's like your best friend. Like, I mean, it's it's Troy or Seneca. Neither of who were there, which is those guys are probably busy. But I mean, just from pure joy that brought me Troy or Seneca. I always liked Ellis Hobbs. Another really good Ellis, one. Ellis, like, yeah. he had that swagger. He did. You know, that was... Neat story. Kind of contagious. It's a good one. I, I like mean, that a lot. I don't think I would say Seneca just because I kind of go off the beaten path a little bit. I know. Ace Bowen would be a guy Ace who's... Ace Bowen, there's another good one. Right yep. up there for me. Like, he was really freaking good. I loved that linebacker core because Carper was there and Tyrone McKenzie. Right? Like, there yeah, was some really good guys. For sure. But, like, to me... I mean, Berryman and Curvey. Like, I, I love D. Lyman, right? Yep. I don't Leaders know. Leaders on that group. Leaders. With, Moorhead. Moorhead. That, that was a, a fun What group. a great line that was. I think I would say Ellis, probably, because he just was like so that. freaking good. He was really good. He, he, but, like, I he was only there for two years, but, right? He well, was no, he was, he was a four-year guy. Yeah, he was four-year now, guy. I'm sorry. He, so, he came in as a, uh, Ellis, people not remember, he came in as a running back. He was a two-star yep. running back from, yep. I think, DeSoto, Texas. And they turned him into a corner after his freshman year because he wasn't going to see the field with um, the rest of the depth chart. He turned into a, what a third round pick and uh, one of the better players in the Big Twelve. Hiawatha was fun. Yeah, there's so many. But Hiawatha and Stevie, like I kind of put in the same category because they had such yeah. bad lines. Where yep. it was like, like I talked to Andy Stensrud and Zach, like all these offensive linemen, and it was so it was awesome. It was great. It was a great couple of. I'm so glad I mean, they we got to give Ben Barkham some love. Our guy Ben Barkham. Ben Bruns. We haven't even mentioned Bruns yet. Bruns is my all-time favorite. Bruns was there. I didn't see Bruns at golf. I don't. I think he had a he had he had big important meetings to go to oh, on on he had Friday. To get back to Wisconsin. But I think he came back for the he drove all the way back for the the ceremony Friday oh, evening. I, I miss Bruns. Bruns I, is the best. I, I'm hoping that he will join us at our Cyclone Fanatic Road Show yes. at Cody Road at Mississippi River Distilling, like he did last year. I haven't that date. I can give everybody. Okay. Uh, I can't give everybody that. I date. think I'm joining for all these. What are the dates? 
August 25th for the Mississippi mm. River. Gotcha. That is going to be on a Thursday night this year. Okay. It's a good problem to have because our friends there at Mississippi River, all their weekends are sold out for weddings and stuff. Good work. Like they're they're just booked solid. The so we're going to do that. Now, uh, yeah, I'm going to give the dates out. Let's do it. I'm going to give the dates out. I'm not going to give the locations. Nope. Nope. But because I need. Can, we'll be adjusted. July 27th, a Wednesday night. Okay. Omaha. Yes. We are invading Nebraska. The 28th, a Thursday, we are going to God's country, southwest Iowa, the capital of Page County, Clarinda, <laughs> Iowa. Is it ready for us? You're damn right it is. <laughs> we also, and so a little bit of what's to come on these, we will have players with us. Awesome. As part of a NIL deal where I'm going to pay them to come and sign autographs and take pictures and stuff like that. So, on all these events. Now, we will not have football players at Mississippi River because yeah, that's too close, too to, close the to the season, but I'll have some basketball guys with us. Um, and I'll give you more details here once we have them. Can't Speaking wait. of that, one of the things we're doing with a lot of this, um, so for our premium subscribers, there's not always news, right? But I want to give people value. We're, we're, I'm paying players to come and hang out with our subscribers on Zoom. Very cool. Gabe Kalsher will be meeting with our premium subscribers on Thursday at noon. And that's part of their subscription. That is it's part not, of your... It's not extra. Correct. That is part of your subscription um, where you can come and ask Gabe questions and learn a little bit more about the Cyclone. So that'll be great to, to get his insight on everything that's going on in Cyclone basketball. want to give a shout out to our friends... At Gravitate Coworking, check them out at gravitatecoworking.com today. Downtown Des Moines, East Village, Des Moines, Midtown, Windsor Heights, Cedar Falls, and in Jefferson. They've got, um, you know, a lot of people that just will, they, they, they get the punch cards. Yeah. Where it's I, like, oh, I don't really want to sit at a coffee shop, so I'm just, I want to come here because they've got, great internet and they've got all these like office tools that i need but i don't really have an office so check them out I, at gravitate cover i was thinking about this heavily this week i like i'm if i'm potentially working from home more yeah the dogs oh like God. you can't have the dogs when you're in an important meeting if you're trying to you know make a presentation yeah. or you're you've, you've got a you can't have the dogs barking you can't take the dogs to daycare every day because that would be really, really expensive. expensive. Yeah. But the punch card, you know, if the dog's being an a-hole, it's like, you know what? I got my punch card. I'm going to my dedicated office space. I can take my Zoom call. I might have to investigate this. Check it out, Bloom, at gravitatecoworking.com. Jeff would give me a deal. Really other, uh, want to plug something else, the, the podcast with Tom Manning from last Really week. enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I wanted to go a different way with Coach. He's a guy who's very private. Like, there's very not, analytical, right? Like, yeah. and, and he's not like when I interview Campbell, it's like, hey, like, uh, let's talk about the Rock, <laughs> right? You know, and and his rivalry with Stone Cold in 1998. Like, Tom is just not. So I wanted to like peel back a layer of the onion to show people like how he prepares for these games and like, and I. I just geeked out. I love play calling. Like, I think it's like a chess game. 
Like I told him, I was like, I'm the guy in Madden where I just want to call the plays. I don't want to actually watch it. Yeah. 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 And I thought it was really interesting. And the thing, I had some people on the forums like, well, I wish you would have asked more about like the scheme. He's not going to give us that guys. Like I'm not going to waste my time with it. Like I know this guy. I thought we learned a lot about I, Iowa State's play caller. Well, and I think in you know, some of the player specific questions, there'll be time. Yeah, absolutely. To do that during during fall. I thought it was I, super interesting. There, there are things because there, you know, when, when we're in the radio booth, the coaches are right next door, mm-hmm. and you can see them in action, but you really don't know what's going on. I thought the thing about who hops on the phone on the player sideline. Yeah, that was hilarious. That Kohler. Kohler always popped on and said, hey, coach, I'm open. Yeah. It's like, we, of course you're we, we, we know Charlie. Thanks. Yeah. And you know he's serious. Like, oh, yeah. The dynamic, though, if you think about it, you have to call a play within 10 seconds of the last one concluding. So it's like you got to be – it is an amazing sequence of how that all unfolds. I thought the scripting part was interesting. For sure. Too. But then if, but then, like he said, if, 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 if it's not working, you can't just – yeah. Keep going to the script because if it's blown up, it's blown up. You should do this as a stat thing someday. The best scripted play caller of all time is Courtney Messingham. <laughs> and then once you got off of that script, you were He, screwed. like, scored a touchdown in every opening drive. Opening drives, yeah, Iowa State great. always took always the lead. It seemed like it. That's a great point. It was crazy how He's good He's no they longer were. at K-State, by the way. Yeah, People I saw that. catch that. Do you know who they have now as their offensive quarter? I, I do, but I can't think of it. Colin... Klein. Yeah, I knew it was a former player. That guy. That the death by a thousand paper yeah, cuts. Yeah, that guy. That guy. God. Yeah. That Colin Klein, it's gonna be a bad Jared deal. Barnett slash Steel oh, Jans game. Oh. 2012. 2012 is right there in the oh, same elk as 2005. Gosh. Just like the one that, that got was away. Brutal. I hope they do a road reunion just like the Mac one. Man, those there's a lot of good guys in that crew. I I really liked the the old parties we'd have at the keg stand with the road <laughs> yeah, staff, the road staff. Yeah. just tom ha- tom herman just pounding beers <laughs> and then hitting the best, on my wife <laughs> nobody's surprised the best part was herman leaves hire mangino and he's the worst and he is horrible but the, what he he did not want to be there oh but he so didn't they, even fake it but he gets hired, and it's like the next month he's at this. He's at the cake stand, which is not the most cleanliest establishment <laughs> to begin with. And he rolls off. Did they take a bus? Yeah, no. I, we always supplied yeah, the you, bus. They gave him a bus, and he he gets like the Beatles treatment. When he walks into the cake stand. Oh yeah, because he was like the last to get introduced. People were obsessed. And he literally with like rolls down the hallway. He did not want to. And be he didn't there. had no interest. And I think he rolled right back out. I'll never forget going to introduce myself to him that night, and he was sitting at this table. Just miserable. He was, he, and I, yeah. I'm he like, hey, it. coach, I'm the guy who threw this. Just thanks for coming. And and like, he wouldn't even like look at me. <laughs> it was kind of like want, the Jason Whitlock. He treatment. did not want to be there at all. Oh, if only we knew it was ahead with that gentleman. <laughs> really, like, to you, you look back at that one. That should oh. be a chapter in the book. Oh, like, because we all thought it was genius. Oh my God, man! And then uh, Lewis. Uh, Annie, I'm or oh, uh, I any, I any, He called him man genius in the man press genius, conference, yep. and we're like, yeah, yeah. They had that big presser, and they got lewd. So it reminds me, and I, I can't. We're gonna lose, be able to lose this joke. And again, I'm not, I'm not trying to uh, shame anybody's weight here, but it was always one of my favorite jokes in Big Twelve history, and and, and it was usable because it was Mangino and then Weiss, and you could use it the same way. And so, as the story goes, Mark Mangino was out recruiting. 
in the Kansas City area, and he was lost. And he, he goes to the, the gas station, and he says, hey, you know, how do I get to 435? And the guy said, mix <laughs> oh, in a salad. <laughs> and you can use, Chris, that joke lasted for eight years because Mangino, you could do it in Mangino. And then Weiss, because both are near Interstate 435 down in Kansas City. On that note, cheers. I feel like we handed it off to our friend Ricky Martin. I think think it was appropriate. You're welcome. Good podcast tonight, Bloom. Way to bring it. It's good to see. Hey, if, seriously, if you're a former player, whatever, yeah, Mac reach Rhodes, out to us. Let us know. We, we would love to. We catch would you. like to bring any of you guys phenomenal. on. Just, I, I could have, I could have sat there for hours, and basketball I probably too. sat there too long. Yeah. I don't think we have a lot of former basketball players listening, but if you are, let us know. We'd love to hear yeah. from you. Have a great week, Later. everybody. Uh,